Hello and welcome to Two Sides to Every Story. I'm Lauren and I'm Neurotypical. And I'm Austin and I'm not Neurotypical. We're here this week to talk to each other about quirks or habits that need some further explanation. Everyone has oddities about them, some a little more odd than others. Hopefully you'll listen and you'll find one of our views relatable and it'll help you feel a little less alone in the world. As always, we're not professionals, nor are we seeking to give advice. This is just our lived experience as we see it. So with that, let's get into it. Good uh, evening, Austin. As always, I'm going to ask you how your week was this week. And we had kind of an exciting week. Well, I'll let you introduce everything that happened. Yeah, our week was exciting. Um, Everything was pretty normal finishing up school kind of stuff till about Wednesday and then Lauren comes home and <laughs> asks me to help her carry stuff into the, our apartment from the car and she has baby chickens <laughs> in a box. So we've been watching some baby chickens. They've been living in our bathtub and they're going to be there for the foreseeable future until they are healthy enough to go live with the adult chickens. Well, you're conveniently leaving out the part of the story where on i think it was monday so okay i work at a farm for those who don't know and we do like field trips and stuff one of our farmers is like a chicken farmer not associated with the farm that i work at like separately at her own house she has like 300 chickens and so she will supply all the elementary schools with the eggs they incubate them in like the kindergarten classes They bring them back to us and then they become the chickens and stuff that go on like our farm at work, her personal farm and like some other coworkers will take a couple for their personal chickens. And two of them, this was like on Monday, I think, two of them were, had splayed legs, which is like they can't walk and they basically get trampled by the other chicks and they can't get food and water and they'll die like relatively quickly. Um, but somehow these two had like survived long enough to be brought back to where I work. And my coworker was like, well, like I have 300, like I don't have the time or like, you know, I can't separate them. So they're either going to tough it out and survive or not. Most likely they will not survive. And then my other coworker was like, oh, well, I have two chickens at home. I want more. So I'll take these two. And put them in the coop with my hens. And the, like, chicken farmer co-worker was like, well, if they're full-grown hens, then they still will not survive. So you have to raise them up at least until they're a little bit bigger and will survive being in the coop um, overnight and stuff. And she was like, oh, well, I don't really have the time for that either. And I was like, well you know, I'll take them and raise them until they're a little bit bigger and then they can go in your coop. But you're leaving out the fact that on Monday when I sent the picture, the original picture of the chicks, like, ooh, look at the chicks that we got at work. You messaged me and you were like, bring them home. And I know that you were joking, but then on Wednesday when we had the conversation about who was going to take care of the disabled chicks... And I brought them home. I said, I was like, might be bringing, (laughs) their names are Big Ralph and Barbara. And I said, might be bringing them home. And you didn't respond. (laughs) So 
you told me bring them home and so i brought them home and now they're living in our bathtub i was joking and i thought you were joking too but i'm happy to have them here they're fun they just take up our shower but other than that they're great (laughs) yeah in a couple days they'll be bigger that we can transfer them to the dog kennel and then we can take them out of the shower but right now they're in our shower which we use like other showers but anyway um yeah so i mean but they're so cute and i think it's funny because like literally just last episode we were talking about how you don't like holding small animals and you don't like holding them um because they have splayed legs like we have to splint barbara in particular big ralph is like fine but um we had to splint her leg and it's like so we have to hold her and like change out the it's basically you use a band-aid um a band-aid and like you won't hold her (laughs) i have held both these chicks and it was a process to do it but i ended up holding both the chicks and i got the band-aid off you got the band-aid off but i was holding her yes i've held them both separately at another time you held them for the band-aids and i got the band-aids off yeah and like their names are big ralph and little stinky leg barbara is her full name we don't know yet if they're male or female so like they're they could both be roosters they could both be hens they could be one or the other um but they're so cute and i kind of want to like do a little chicken asmr right now because their peeps are so cute and like bring them in here and they go yeah we can hear them because our office is like right next to the bathroom so i don't know should i go grab one i'll grab big ralph when the when I first brought them home, like I had them set up, and I FaceTimed my best friend, and I just had the phone like on them, and she answered. She was like, "Hello," and then she saw my phone, and she was like, "Oh my God, this is the best FaceTime I've ever answered." Um, and then we just sat there in silence, and we were listening to their little like. Um, so I'm gonna go grab them. So that was Big Ralph, and that was the first time the dogs have ever showed interest in the chicks. Like, I don't even think they, like, even really knew that they were here the whole time. And we just brought Big Ralph out, and the dogs physically saw him for the first time. Like, you can hear them, so I, I know they've been hearing him, but I guess they just didn't really think much of it. But, um, and only one of our dogs cared. So, anyway, so yeah, let's now we can officially get on with our episode and it is your week to start and i've been saying that like every episode for the past i don't even know how many episodes and every episode you're like why don't you start so now i'm forcing you to start this week okay well i'm ready to start um so the semester is winding down and summer's quickly approaching and i guess at like these transitory and we're getting married a lot's going on um and in these, I want to talk a little about about the, these tra- life transitions a little bit, but also um, about you know like I, during these times I want to like change something that I'm doing you know or like do something better or like like you know a lot of self improvement tasks kind of things and those are always really hard to do so I thought we could talk a little bit about that um, but then also just in general like. In time to transition, like, I feel like I get lots of different new feelings, and I don't know how to deal with them. 
and like um different types of anxiety that i also like um am not as used to managing on like a daily basis so first of all do you ex- experience anything like that or just like you know during times of transitions like self-improvement things like that like do you um well the one question was during times of transitions do you experience any sorts of like like i mean you don't have an anxiety disorder but like i get some i it's like during a time of transition i get a novel type of anxiety and it always like is i feel like i live my life differently because of that um but the other that might be too abstract um the other question was like i said you know now's the time where i feel like i always want to do like self-improvement kind of things like can you really relate to that part i do not understand maybe our viewers understand what you're trying to say but like i don't understand your questioning so i think i'm going to need some examples um and are you just asking if i do self-improvement in general well we'll start with that do you do during times of transition like this and it's less of a trend i guess like your job's not changing (laughs) mine is changing but during you know transitionings where how much time you spend on things changes like don't you feel like those are the times where you like want to do that self-improvement maybe you don't um no i mean i don't what do you mean by self-improvement well like right now the summer's starting and like i want to start exercising more i want to eat healthier i want to manage anxiety better i like you know want to do all these things that i always feel so that are so difficult to do because of a lack of time and right now like a big part of this time right now is like contemplating how am I going to do this how am I going to live a healthier life that I want to be living and while maintaining all the good aspects of my life that I already have and then how do I transition those new habits improve um, or new things that I'm doing back into school like when school starts that's just always what's going through my head, like, this time of year. Well, I don't really, like, schedule stuff like that, I guess. Like, I just do it. Like, I don't really routinely exercise, but that's because I don't really want to routinely exercise. Um, and, like, eating healthier, that's, like, that's a self-control thing because you're the one that goes to the grocery store and buys all the groceries. So if you want to be eating healthier, then you just have to, like, plan for healthier meals but i don't even i don't even have rules like that for myself in my like daily life so i just don't think i have the same mindset that you do and i just don't think about it like that like i either just do it or i don't in my farm of like self-care what do you call it self-improvement is like i don't really like schedule it out for myself i just like on in my free time i just do it and i don't do things that like aren't good for me (laughs) you know what i mean like i just treat myself well and prioritize myself yeah i think it it, well first it's better i think to explain it as like self-love or self-care rather than self-improvement um and yeah that is a much different mindset than how i like i usually approach those things because like i was kind of thinking like you know i've been doing a lot better with I've been doing, I've made improvements with self-care and things like that, but I'm like, I want to like keep and 
how do I take it to another level? You know, like, how do I, like, um, well, I guess I should start with this. Like, I feel like I made a lot of improvement with self-care over, like, the course of a year and a half. But lately, I feel like I'm just a little bit on the down slide of it, mainly with schoolwork. And I just, like, have no, um, I have some, but very little willpower to, like, transition to another task that would make me feel better rather than, like, focusing on schoolwork that I haven't made headway in for, like, three hours. I've just been thinking about it, like, what are these, what are things that I could be doing this summer that could kind of get me back on the, like, self-love, self-care um, track a bit more, and that to me was, like, maybe I'll eat healthier, maybe I'll exercise more, maybe I'll, you know, try to um, enforce my boundaries with myself better. Um, and then in comparison to you of what I just heard, like, you just sound like you more of a go of the flow kind of thing, like, if I feel like I need something, at that time, you just do it. You don't plan for it in any way. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, like, we just have different, like, versions of self-care. Like, what I do to care for myself and, like, love myself is different than what you seem to be doing. Um, Like, you should only prioritize, like, exercising and eating, quote, healthier if that's, like, what you love about yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if that, like, is a quality of yourself that you are, like you know care about like I just don't but like if I wanted to if I was like oh I really like want to go on a run like today or whatever to like promote self-care then I would just like prioritize that in my day and when I came home from work I just make it a point that like I'm doing that for myself and I'm like taking time out of my day to do that You, you don't seem to be doing stuff like that like you just will like work all day um, but what you need to do is set a time for you to be done. And then you're like, I'm go, I'm ending at this time because I'm doing this thing for myself, which is going on a run or cooking dinner or whatever you want to do. For me, self-care and like self-love looks like taking a hot bath or like watching a show or something like it's more like just mindless relaxation and not having to like work you know not really like anything super physical but I think it's just different for everybody I mean I definitely agree it's different for everybody um but in hope and bringing up this conversation I hope like you know you could give your point of view what you're doing I give my point of view and maybe we could kind of learn some things from each other um but you know when I say like eating healthier or like exercising, like there are some exercises that I like actually like doing, but, um, I will do exercises. I don't think I like doing cause I feel like I'm making my body healthier. And that's what I, and the same thing with eating, like the only times I restrict my diet is if I feel like I'm making my body healthier and that's me like showing love towards my body. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what I was thinking about when I said that, um, the, and, you know, I do also like need to take more breaks and I like the idea of like just having downtime where you're not really doing much or just kind of like something kind of mindless in a way. But when I do those sorts of things, I always have, I always get some level of guilt, And I don't really know where that, I mean, 
I've had theories in the past, like where that kind of guilt comes from and stuff, but I'm not really sure. I, I, I blamed it on the expectations. Maybe others or I myself put on myself, you know, that I always need to be productive, but I almost feel like the guilt is a, has another root cause besides that, because I feel like I've made a lot of improvement, not caring about other people's expectations so much and toning down my own. But yet I still feel guilty when I, um, when I, when I take downtime. Do you, do you ever feel guilty for taking, like doing really when you don't do anything? Do you feel guilty for that? No, not at all. Um, I don't even know why I would feel guilty because it's for myself. Like, it's just something that I'm doing, you know? Um, but I also think, like, when you're talking about, like, eating healthier and, like, exercising, like, I think, like, the term, like, the idea of healthier is, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't feel my body like that. Like, I don't have rules for, like, exercising or what I'm eating or whatever because there shouldn't be any, like, guilt or shame or expectation, like, in which you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm not at this stage my body's not at this point, and so that's, like, bad. Like, you shouldn't think about it like that. So, like, that's not healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or being like, oh, I ate this, like, ice cream, and that's not healthy, and so, like, that's bad. Like, that's not bad. Um, so that's why I don't view, like, eating healthy. I mean, that's also so subjective, like, if we're being honest, as a form of self-care because it's, like, you should eat what fuels your body and makes you like healthy inside and out and you shouldn't be like putting like rules on yourself about like what you can eat and what you can't eat and like how much of something you should eat versus another thing because then you can form this like negative self-view of your body and how you perceive it and that's definitely not healthy yeah i agree with that um when I say like eat healthy, I don't really mean like rules or anything like that. I just mean like uh, eating more foods that make me feel better <laughs> um, because I think I'm not that good at that sometimes, you know, and or and having willpower not to eat a bunch of junk that will make me feel bad, you know, like what I mean eating healthy is like it's not rules or anything like that. It's literally like if I eat this, will I feel good? <laughs> or if I eat this, will I feel bad? And I just want to pick the good one more often than the bad. Like, you know, that's what I mean. Or just more often than I have. Um, and yeah. Um, well, I think also like, and I tell you this all the freaking time and you don't ever listen to me, but like you need to be eating like, not necessarily more in quantity, but like sometimes even more in quantity because you'll come home and I'll be like, oh, what did you bring for lunch today? And you'll be like, oh, I had a muffin. And I'm like, you cannot go like a full freaking like 10 hour work day and eat a muffin and think that you're going to feel good. Like you're not going to have enough energy to do like you're working your brain literally all day and you're always like you're in an overstimulated area most of the day like what is going through your mind when you're like oh yeah I didn't drink any water and I ate a freaking muffin for lunch like you need like every couple of hours eat a snack eat a little snack eat a little snack 
drink a bunch of water and you don't do that and every freaking day you come home and you're like oh I have the worst headache and I'm like it's because you're not taking care of yourself like even when I pack your lunch and I always pack you a ton of food that way you can eat throughout the day um and like this isn't just me telling you this this is like your doctors have told you this because your brain works differently and you burn up more energy quickly so you need to be eating smaller amounts of food throughout the day to sustain the you know nourishment that your brain needs and you never drink enough water and that that is something that I I actually do think is self-care to a degree like because I always feel so much better when I drink the correct amount of water for my body and I can tell when I like haven't had enough water so that is something that I definitely think sure you should get a, a grip on because I'm so tired of literally, even sometimes it'll be like 11, like in the morning. It's not even the afternoon and you all like already have a headache. And it's because you like literally haven't had any water or maybe you had like 16 ounces, which is like not enough. Most people don't drink enough water, but. I agree that water is self-care. And I agree that, you know, eating a well-balanced diet and like eating healthy meals is also self-care. It's just, you know. It can be a negative thing if you're imposing rules and making yourself feel bad about, you know, eating other things. It's like just, you know, I let myself eat whatever I want. I just want to eat more healthy foods on top of what I'm eating, you know. And yes, water is another thing that I really want to start drinking. It's so hard. I don't know why it's hard. And if you have any tips, I'm, I mean, you've given me many tips, but it's very difficult for me to do. It's very difficult for me to sometimes eat the amount that I want, although I've, I've been better at that. Um, but all these things take so much energy. Like going to the grocery stores takes energy. Like cook, like getting, finding all the foods that I need takes so much energy. And then all of it's horribly expensive. And then when I forget to pack myself a lunch, I go get lunch at school it's actually pretty healthy food, except it's and also very expensive, and then I feel bad for buying it. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Another thing and uh, that I want to talk about, and it's related, is, you know, so because the chicks are in our shower, like, I couldn't use the shower here. I had to go to school and use the shower in their fancy gym. And, like, getting undressed and, like, the idea of getting undressed and walking to the shower took so much mental effort because I'm very self-conscious <laughs> of my body, I guess. I'm self-conscious of so many things, but it took a lot of mental effort. And on like literally every mirror, it's like, you look beautiful. It's like all these like positive affirmations of body image on every, every corner you look at in the locker room. But it's just, I'm so self-conscious and um, yeah, I'm self-conscious about it and it bothers me that I'm self-conscious about it. I don't, I like the way I look. Like when I look at myself, I'm like, I like the way I look. So I don't know why I'm self-conscious about it. Um, I don't know, you have any ideas on that? I don't know. That's definitely something that I cannot relate to <laughs> because I'll be like, I'd be a freaking nudist. Like if I could, like I'm naked the majority of the time in our home. Um, and I don't care. I don't care who sees me naked. I don't care what people think of my body. Like, I love myself. Um, I think I'm, like, 
lucky in that aspect and i have been self-conscious in the past like when i was like in middle school and high school and stuff like i remember when i was in middle school i used to think my arms were like really hairy um and they're not like i mean they're they are they kind of have a lot of hair but it's like blonde so you can like hardly even tell you know um and now i like don't even care like i think it's great um and you know, I used to be, like, self-conscious of my acne and stuff, I guess, when I was, like, in middle school and high school. Um, but I just grew out of it. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, when I was in college, and I just kind of feel like I was, I'm not even, like, being in college. Like, nothing happened in college, but I just, like, grew up. And I was, like, literally every human being is, like, has their own insecurities and none of it matters. Like, what I was insecure about, like, nobody else looked at or thought about you know what I mean um like it wasn't like anybody ever told me like oh your arms are hairy like that was just a perception that I had of myself and then I realized like literally nobody cares and if they do care like who cares because it only gives them like weight like it only gives their thought meaning like if I think the same thing if they're like oh your arms are hairy and I'm like oh I don't care then like it doesn't matter what they think of me. Like, you know what I mean? So I think just, like, by the time I got to college, I just was like, I don't care what other people think of me. Like, I love myself and I love my body and I look good and, you know, I'm sexy and beautiful. And I want to radiate that, you know? Because I think I do. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. And I just, like, I love being confident. That's, like, a great feeling for me. So even in moments when I'm not confident... And I am a little bit self-conscious. I, like, pretend to be confident and then it becomes true. You know what I mean? It's like a a mental thing. It's like, well, I'm going to act confident. And if I act confident, then everybody's going to see that I'm confident. And then it, then I, I will eventually become confident. So, I mean, I don't really know how I outgrew it. Um, I just think, like, it's not in my nature to shy away from anything like that. Um, so, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's definitely a different perspective than me. Um, but I hear is a, maybe a dilemma, but I might work it out in my in what I'm gonna say. Um, so like when I look at myself in the mirror, like I think I look good, you know, and I think you think I look good too. <laughs> and I don't really care what other people think. At least I don't think. But then somehow I feel self conscious in public spaces. So I don't know how that all balances out. But then here's the other thing is I also like over the summer as part of like, you know, I want to like take care of myself, which I, I love exercising. So exercising is something I want to do a lot of. And I have a friend that like wants to go out and exercise with me. And I know like if we start exercising together, that's going to bring me into like gym environments. And I'm a very self-conscious person. And... It's a little bit of a dilemma I have right now. Like, I enjoy, I really enjoyed, like, um, sports when I played them. You know, I like pushing my physical, I like pushing my body to physical limits that I have. And I think it's enjoyable and rewarding. And I want to do it. <laughs> but I also don't want, um, like, I want to do it for the right reason. I want to do it for those reasons I just expressed. I want to make sure that none of the reasons for wanting to do it are to be like to improve my body image because like I feel like my body image is fine, you know. Um, so that was the first thing. 
Does did that sound reasonable? Yeah, I think that's exactly the kind of mindset that you should go into it as like, this is something fun that I'm doing for myself, not to like improve myself, but to like enjoy myself. Uh, and I do think you look fine. <laughs> fine or? No, I think you look fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the first thing. And of course, my OCD is like, no, you're really doing it to improve your body image. But it's like really not how I feel. It's just an intrusive thought. Um, the second dilemma I have um, is like, I will be in this gym environment in which is an environment I know I've historically been self-conscious in because everyone is like, looks like they all know what they're doing. And like, I don't. And I guess I'm kind of scared of looking like an idiot a little bit. Well, I will say this. A, you're going with a friend, so that's always better. And that's kind of the, like, fake confidence thing that you have to take from me, I think. Because, like, when I used to go to the gym in college, me and my best friend would go, and we were both women, and we would, we knew how to use all the equipment, but every time we would lift weights, some dude had to come up to us and critique our form and tell us how we needed to do it and how did it even though like we knew what we were doing and our form was fine somebody always had to come up and be like oh no 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 no, no. you need to be doing it this way oh no 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 no, no, no. you should be doing it this way so nobody's gonna do that to you that's for sure because you're a man (laughs) you're not gonna have that experience um but plus you got like the friend that you're going with is like nobody's gonna like yeah he's um he's pretty fit and he loves the gym so he goes like i mean he was an athlete in college as well so it's like not saying that that's i mean he did go to the gym a bunch and like he knows what he's doing and so you don't have to be self-conscious um and yeah nobody is gonna come up every single time and critique your form so but, I, but like, even when we first started going together and we, like, didn't even know, like, all the rules, or not the rules, but, like, the vibe of the gym, we just, like, acted like we knew what we were doing. Um, and that's just kind of what you got to do. Like, I'm using this machine now, and I'm, go- I'm moving on to that one next. And then after that, I'm doing this, and I don't care who watches me or, you know, whatever, how long I'm on it how much weight i'm lifting like i'm just doing what feels good for my body yeah i've always been self-conscious about how much i could lift um i'm not so worried about that with the person i want to go to i know they don't care um but in the past people i've worked out with like it was always especially in high school it's just like you know people like just want to lift more than you kind of culture yeah well i hate that also, when I was in high school, I had to take a PE class and I put it off until the very last semester of high school. And I ended up being the only girl in a class of 42, which really sucked. And yeah, uh, yeah, that sucked. And we did have to like lift weights and stuff. And obviously I was, I didn't even really try. So <laughs> there's that. And obviously I just was not lifting. I was lifting like the least amount. Um and what I always thought was funny was, like, the boys would, like, try to outcompete each other to, like, impress me. And I was like, that is so disgusting. Like, I hated it, but it's so funny to me that they were doing that. But what I think is good about the friend that you're going with is you guys are both really competitive. 
and you already are better at him at other things like you play other games and stuff in which you guys are like I would say 50% of the games you play you win 50% he wins but they're different kind of athletic competitions Um, but the fact that you like know that you're better at certain things against him I feel like it won't feel as weird if like oh I can't lift quite as much weight with my arms or like but you know what I mean but like oh but I'm better I can definitely beat him at this other thing that we do you know yeah I mean I don't really I know what you're saying um but in this case I don't feel like I even need to try to balance it out like I'm just okay and and I and I know he doesn't care um so it's also self-conscious of like just people around the room looking at me seeing me like lift the lightest weights in the room and the people I don't know those are the worst and then also, like, there's this really cool basketball court in there, and I su- I'm not a good basketball player, but it's fun, and, like, if I'm in there with a friend, like, I want to play on it, and I know people look at us weird, but, like... That class that I took in high school was literally, t- it was called Team Sports Basketball, and all we did was play basketball, and I didn't even know the rules, and nobody ever wanted me on their team because I could not even make a layup, um, and then halfway through the class, um, they realized, like... A couple of the kids in the class realized that, like, when I had the ball, nobody even wanted to guard me because I was a girl. So, like, nobody wants to be rubbing up against me. Um, So then we developed, like, a scheme where they would pass me the ball and then I would have, like, all the chances I wanted to shoot it. I actually got kind of good. So, shouts out to misogyny and not wanting to actually compete against me because I am a female. It made me better. That won't happen with you, though, yet again. <laughs> no, it won't. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just wanted to bring up these topics today because, like I said, I feel like I'm in now that school's ending, like I'm going to have more time, and I, like, want to rearrange what I'm doing and try to spend time doing things that I think will improve my life or, like, make me feel good. Yeah, and, I mean, I want that for you, so I hope yeah, you do actually do that and you feel, like, satisfaction from that but i mean we're already pretty long in this episode with the whole like big ralph asmr and like everything so i think we should just wrap it up here what do you think sure if you enjoyed this podcast please consider subscribing on youtube and following us wherever you get your podcasts thanks see you next week